0: Good morning. Oh, yeah. It's uh, seven minutes after nine o'clock. Oh, you want to keep up with fashion and uh, by golly, we're going to tell you how to do it. But uh, it is uh, food bank time. This is uh, I was just out there. It's just amazing to see these uh, these people uh, as they uh, stream in over Columbia Mall. Uh and make their donations uh to the to the food bank. And uh Brian, where are we going now? Do we have uh we have Dr. Tobler with us this morning. Do we? And is we he do. at the mall right now? He is. Well then let's go to Randy Tobler. Good morning, Randy. Hey, Gary.
1: Good morning, Gary. I'm actually at the Buck Height, just off of Highway 50 in Jefferson City. The Buck Height store, yeah, with the Jefferson City Fire folks here, and we're uh, we're just urging people, especially in this season of giving, to come out to the uh, 939, the Eagle and KWS uh, Commerce Bank uh, food drive. Now, this benefits, of course, the Food Bank for Central Northeast Missouri, as you were just describing. I mean, there's people streaming by. Dropping off goods, but especially those bucks, because a buck will fill uh, four kids' uh, tummies for a meal. 270 will buy buddy packs for a school year. And, uh, you know, it's a a great opportunity this hour to even double the giving by uh, taking advantage of advanced orthodontics who are uh, matching every donation. So it's a great opportunity in this season of giving to take care of people who just need a little food to get through the season. And uh, folks can text FOOD, F-O-O-D, at 573-874-9390. That's sponsored by Dunkel Distributing. And, of course, the Missouri Pork Association will be happy through their phone bank to take your calls, 573-447-6600. And uh, this is just a fabulous event. You know, this organization feeds 100,000 people a month. They serve that many people in the 32-county area. It's just really gratifying to see all the support that this great community and the entire mid-Missouri region gives those who are less
0: fortunate. It is, uh, it is an incredible uh, demonstration of the generosity of people in central Missouri. By the way, if you're here in Columbia, go to the Columbia Mall, and uh, we're right behind Wendy's. You can't miss it. All the fire trucks are there. The, the lights are uh, flashing, and uh, make your donation there. Randy, thank you very much. Hey, man, great. I'll be listening. All right, buddy, we will check in with you in uh, about a half an hour. Uh, In the meantime, you should know that Hunter Biden is apparently uh, showing up in Washington. Uh, We'll see what he has to say. Uh, Well, well, actually, we won't directly, but I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be pleading uh, that he can't talk. But we'll get to that. We also have uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft coming on, again, not associated with any Uh, current uh, political race, but because he is the Secretary of State, there's some things I want to hear from him. Uh, We will check in with uh, my favorite uh, economist. That'll be happening about an hour from now. Professor Murray Sabrin, uh, Professor Emeritus, and uh, the Epic Times will be on board with us. In the meantime, you want to be, you know, wearing the latest styles and... uh, Well, I I rarely see Brian um, wearing the latest styles. But, Brian, there is a new fashion statement for women. Is there? Yeah. Yep. It's called the the nipple bra. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, now that you mention it, I saw that the other day and was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) No, no, no. No. To Um, each his own, I guess. Yep. uh, I guess if... uh, if you want to uh, wear a brazier, ladies, that protrudes, yeah, it uh, makes uh-huh. it look like you're always uh, cold, yeah, or excited or something. <laughs> <laughs> they and I guess it's sold out. Uh, yeah, it, it it went like crazy, so um, it is now available. The nipple bra. <laughs> uh, if <laughs> men cleavage isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? They've made... Yeah, I think Kim Kardashian started this fashion statement. Oh, I don't know. Um, you know, think about it, Brian. There are things that men could wear that might have a similar effect on women. There's, you know, things they can put in their underwear. that. <laughs> but I don't see most guys doing it. I don't know. Uh, but it is available. So, uh, ladies, uh, the nipple bra is out there waiting for you. You want to contact me, uh, you can. Uh, just go to GaryNolan.com, send a message, it will pop up in studio. Or you can call us at 874-9390 or 800-529-5572. That gets you into the studios. And uh, we're, of course, always thrilled to hear from you. Um, There is a new camera out there. As long as we're talking about things that are vogue, uh, there is a new camera out there. Uh, Apparently, it is in glasses. Now, didn't they try this a little while ago with Google a couple of years ago? Uh, But Meta has uh, now come up with uh, a face camera in a pair of Ray-Bans. And uh, it's much less... Observable, uh, The author of this column says that for the past two weeks, I've been using a new camera to secretly snap photos and record videos of strangers in parks, on trains, inside stores and restaurants. I promise it was all in the name of journalism. He writes, I wasn't hiding the camera, but I was wearing it and no one noticed. Uh, He was testing a newly released $300 Ray-Ban Meta glasses, a pair of glasses, uh, that Mark Zuckerberg's social networking empire made in collaboration with the uh, iconic eyewear maker. Uh, The high-tech glasses include a camera for shooting photos and videos, an array of speakers and microphones for listening to music and talking on the phone. Um technology is really going crazy here. Uh, The glasses, according to Meta, can help you live in the moment while sharing what you see with the world. You can live stream a concert on Instagram while you're watching the performance. Um, As opposed to uh, holding up your phone, you just wear your glasses. I'm betting, Brian, that there are Less benign uses for these glasses that uh, that are that are going to get people in trouble. Uh, they're I mean, imagine you could if, if you and I were to engage, if we were to get a pair of these and start doing interviews or sitting in on left leaning groups as they discuss how to destroy the republic. We could just wear the glasses. Nobody would even know they're being recorded. That's true, yeah. And uh, they'll they'll go after, uh, both sides will use this politically. And if they can possibly uh, embarrass a candidate of the opposite. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, absolutely, they're going to use this. But privacy is going out the window. Privacy, if you want privacy, you stay in your own home. And you don't get any uh, any of those electronic wizard like things. Do you yeah. know that they have? Um, have you seen that? Uh, I think it's called a Roomba, the vacuum. Yes, uh, my wife wanted one of these, and uh, yeah, I know what you are going to say. It maps your floor and then keeps that data, or maybe even Roomba keeps uh, it sends a co- copy it, of it or something. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, why do they need that? They have a floor plan of your house for what purpose, though? Because we're always, you know, we have our foil hats on. It's like, oh, wh- what are you doing with this information? But, I mean, seriously, what? let's assume that they do have uh, ability to have that information. What good does it do them? Well, suppose you're law enforcement uh, and you need to raid a house. Well, and law enforcement, did they, are you saying they share it with law enforcement? Well, or, can't law enforcement get a subpoena? I guess they could, but why? Just to get the floor plan of your yeah. house? They could do it. Wow. Uh, They could use it to sell things. Uh, You've got so much carpet, maybe they'll know. And I don't know for sure that they can do this. But maybe they can say, uh, you know, the carpeting is wearing out. We can tell this by the data the Roomba is sending us. Let's send them some carpeting ads or hardwood floor ads or whatever. Who knows? Um, But between the cameras and the electronic devices, uh, the ring doorbells. um, When I was in the security industry, when I had the alarm company, we would hardwire these alarm systems in, and if somebody wanted cameras, it was a real ordeal. uh, But not just everybody could see it. Uh, If I put in a camera system, um, I would have to have a password so that I could get in to test it. Today, um, it's not just a local company that might have access. Major corporations do. And they're hacking into iPhones. They're hacking into other smartphones. There is, In order for you to really have privacy, here's what you have to do. You have to have the right television set, one that doesn't have a camera built in, Um, preferably you have a TV with an antenna and you give up all the cable stations and you just get the digital picture from the local stations. You can't use an iPhone. You have to have a landline. If you don't think that's effective, just ask the uh, folks over at Israel who missed the uh, planning of this attack that uh, they suffered because the Palestinians didn't use smartphones, they used hardwired phones. You have to go to the bank to make your deposit. You have to write checks and drop them in the mail. You really have to go back to the Stone Age to have privacy. It's kind of, uh, it's the price you pay, but, you know, for a lot of people, that's important. Uh, If you don't do these things, if, if, I mean, they can record you with their glasses, they can... Uh, get into your phone, get your passwords, they can get to your social security number, your your credit, I mean there's nothing the bad guys or the government, in most cases they're the same don't know about you and they can really change your life I am up against the clock I, I, I've got calls here and callers I want to get to you, please hang on, this is the shortest break of the hour Uh, Go to GaryNolan.com if you've got commentary, or you can get on the phone, 800-529-5572. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is uh, 923, and uh, we're talking about privacy. We also got to talk about Hunter Biden because he did show up, but he uh, apparently didn't stay. He just walked up and uh, (laughs) said, this is just, uh, you know, somehow a Unfair, and my father didn't have anything to do with my business, turn around and left. (laughs) Grandstanding. (laughs) There's my deposition. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Now the question is, will the Justice Department uphold the, the, you know... He's in contempt, isn't he? No, he's a Democrat. Oh, all right. then. Yeah, it's completely different. He's going to get free. Yeah. All right, let me go to the phones. Roger is on in Columbia. Good morning.
2: Hey, good morning, Garrett. Hey, if you want to keep your activities at home... Secret, you have to get off the grid because the electric companies are installing what they call smart meters, and they measure your electrical usage twenty-four hours a day. What time you're using electricity, how much you're using, and uh, it's just to me, it's an invasion of privacy. But they charge you extra if you don't want these smart meters, that they don't install them. And it's it's
0: uh,
2: I don't know, just unfair to me
0: yeah Brian, you had an encounter with a smart beater once, didn't you when your when your house your i did yes when I first uh, moved into this one house, there was a little device on the outside of the uh a uh, hVAC unit the outside and uh I wondered what it was and so I called the city and they said, oh, that was a device that was put on previously from the prior owner. do you want it removed?" And I said, well, what is it? And they said, it's a device that gives the ability to, um, in the event there's a peak alert, they can shut down your electric usage in an emergency. And she said, oh, <laughs> we would never do that. But, you know, you can save money on your utility bill if you accept it. And I said, well, you never asked me. It's like, well, you just purchased the home. Do you want it? And I said, no. And they, it took several months in order for them to get that removed. But I don't think they do it anymore. You know well, I think they they still do. do uh, they?
2: And that's, to me, that's not a bad idea. What I have come up with is a few ways to distort their information. Like, if you have a gas or an electric water heater, tell them you have a gas water heater. <laughs> and they'll still think part of that electric usage is to your electric water heater. And you can do that with your heating system. If you've got gas or electric heating, tell them just the opposite, and they don't go into your house and check to see what you have, but it really screws up their their data analysis of how you're using their electricity.
0: Well, that's one way to do it, but uh, I'm telling you, they are everywhere. Uh, the government is just everywhere. Um and you have no privacy, and and it's not like the government secures things particularly well. Uh, they get hacked all the time. The Chinese know every federal employee that's ever been on uh, the payroll. Uh, they they, it's just not safe.
2: Your private data goes to the highest bidder.
0: Yep. All right. Appreciate the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free 800 529 5572. So, Hunter Biden has skipped the closed door deposition. Uh, the Republicans are angry, and I'm willing to bet nothing happens to him. If it were a Republican and the Democrats uh, sent a subpoena, uh, well, they would follow through. The Justice Department would be all over it. Uh, probably not this time, uh, because uh, as Brian always says, uh, if there's a D associated with your name, you're totally immune to anything. <laughs> it's pretty much correct, is it Isn't not? It? Oh, yeah, it is. It's terrifying, but it's true. Um, all right, uh, we've got Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft uh, coming on board with us. Uh, again, not associated with any part- particular uh, uh, political campaign uh, or or, or uh, any race, but um, talk about uh, the... Uh, insurrection amicus brief uh, for Trump, uh, a voter ID lawsuit and uh, crimes and drugs and more. I, I don't know why I don't know why uh, any Republican would want to talk about drugs on a libertarian show but uh, we will uh, we will bring him on board uh, to let him chat about this. There is a 16 year old cheerleader killed by an illegal immigrant last week down in Texas uh, that uh, really goes to... I don't want you to think that everybody that crosses the border is somehow a bad guy. A lot of people are not. They're just looking for work. We just don't handle the border the way the Founding Fathers wanted us to or the way that we should. Uh, And it will continue to be a problem that no Democrat in particular or Republican will fix. Um, All right. Let's see. I got enough time to get a phone call in, so uh, I'm going to take Gary. He is is next. Uh, Brian, can you bring him on on your end? Yeah, let's be
1: quick on that. uh, Collecting of information. Yeah. Uh, The big secret on AI is the the advancement of it right now is primarily 90% of it for the next five years is going to be in collecting, tracking, monitoring, and then uh, manipulation
2: of, of people and uh, all this stuff that people are worried about. That's not what it's going to do. It's
1: primarily money-making Apparatus
2: is going
0: to be monitoring us to death, Gary. <laughs> all right. Uh, Gary, thank thank you. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Yeah, they are going to monitor us. They're already monitoring us like there's no tomorrow. Um, all right. So uh, we've got Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Uh, we, of course, told you about the, uh, the new nipple bra, which apparently is uh, catching on like crazy. Uh, we told you about the glasses that uh, allow you to... Uh, film anything, anywhere, anytime and nobody will actually notice uh, we've got uh, the Food Bank uh, of Central Missouri uh, we're, we're collecting uh, food and uh, we're doing it in Jeff City as well as in Columbia Commerce Bank one for one holiday food drive. Randy Tobler is going to be with us in a few minutes. We'll find out how that's uh, how that's unfolding some potentially good news in the economy I'll tell you what that is the Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is uh, 935. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, We're going to chat in just a couple seconds with uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft but uh before we do that, uh let's uh let's check in with Randy Tobler. He's down in Jeff City uh because it is the uh ninety-three nine uh, the Eagle uh Zimmer Radio uh, KWOS one for one holiday food drive with Commerce Bank. And uh, let's find out what's going on down there. Hey Randy. Hey
1: Gary, I'm down here at the Buck just off of Highway Fifty on Missouri Avenue down in Jefferson City. And uh, you know, ninety-three nine, the Eagle KWS, all the Zimmer stations, including I found a bag of a vagabond, just <laughs> a person wandering around from ninety-four three Cat Country. His name's Kevin Hilly, and you know we've got a little thing going on my show where you know he likes to. We talk about the old food in the refrigerator. He likes to pick it up off the floor, <laughs> and, eat it. and if it's a, it's a five-minute rule, uh, but no, really, seriously, we're uh, we're benefiting. Uh, partnering with Commerce Bank to benefit the Food Bank of Central Northeast Missouri. They do so much wonderful work around here. And, boy, if folks can just find it in themselves to pull a buck or five or ten out of their wallet, it'll be doubled uh, this hour with advanced orthodontics. And they can text food at five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety Missouri Pork Association's phone bank, uh, 447-6600. Uh, they can call there as well. Uh, and Kevin would like to make an appeal as well. Here he is. I, you know, one of the things we talked about
3: uh, is is the buying power of the Food Bank for Central and Northeast Missouri. One dollar. You think about what can you buy for a dollar these days? Not much. The Food Bank can feed four families with that dollar. $25 will feed 100 families. That's incredible. Yeah, It's it's really
1: a big deal. And, and Gary, I know it frosts your buns when the government takes over things that private people can do. And this is an organization that, can use those private donations, people can get so much bang for their buck rather than going through that government bureaucracy and giving a little bit after they carve out their overhead. So I'm hoping people will come out to the 93.9 Eagle KWS in Zimmer, Mid-Missouri. Commerce Bank, one-for-one food drive. You bet.
0: And thanks uh, to uh, to, uh, Advanced Orthodontics uh, for their contributions. I want to remind you, Randy, that uh, we are interested always in ratings uh, and when you let one of those music jocks come on the program, well, <laughs> you know how that <laughs> you're killing me, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right. Thank buddy. you. Keep all up right. Good work. Thank you. All right. And by the way, if you're here in Columbia, uh, Kevin will never speak to me again. Uh, if you're here in Columbia, uh, just head over to Columbia mall. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, right behind Wendy's, uh, and you'll see the fire trucks and all the flashing lights and, uh, donate food, donate money. Um, and make sure it's non-perishable if it's food. It'll make a big difference. This is the time of year. And you're fighting. These people are working poor, oftentimes uh, struggling with the inflation uh, of the uh, of the Biden administration. So now's the time to help. In the meantime, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is with us this morning. Good morning, Mr. Secretary. Good morning. Thanks for having
3: me. Really appreciate what you all are doing down at Buckeyes.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, food has been going up steadily uh, since Biden got in office. And it's not like it's just like one hit where it was, uh, you know, 3 percent inflation. Uh, it, it, it Even if it, it even if inflation continues to go up at one percent or a half percent, it's on top of that three. It doesn't take long for, uh, you know, people who are struggling to not be able to pay their bills and put food on the table.
3: It's, it's, well, and I don't want your head to get big, but this is exactly what I think libertarians are about. They're about the people getting together to help people that are in need because they can do it better than government. So, good job.
0: Yeah, and you know, entrepreneurs and small businesses like the folks at Advanced Orthodontics, they're, they'll match those donations when people make them. Uh, that's what businesses do if you let them be successful. Um, that is great. And they and they are indeed. Uh, listen, uh, there's a Trump... Uh, insurrection amicus brief uh, th- that uh, we're involved in. What What's going on?
3: Well, there was a court out in Colorado um, that just ignored the law, that ignored basic due process. I guess we're used to that happening when it comes to President Trump in courts, but it's wrong. Um, and some people had filed a lawsuit in Colorado, said the 14th Amendment applies to the president and he should not be allowed on the ballot. Well, the court found that the 14th Amendment doesn't apply to the president, which is what a clear reading, just a simple reading of what the words say, would tell any reasonable person. But even though they had found that they had no power to do what was asked, even though they could not give what was requested, they went ahead and made an advisory opinion, which courts are not allowed to do under the law, and said Trump had committed insurrection. Well, A... He hasn't. Anybody's looked at that. But B, they had no authority to make that determination. They did not allow Trump to have um the ability to look at evidence on the other side. There was no need for both sides to disclose that evidence, which is a, a, just a of found a, a foundational bedrock of, of due process and criminal trials. He didn't get a jury trial. They let in the hearsay uh evidence. It was just well, it's what you expect. They just changed the rules to use them to go after Donald Trump. And I don't think we should ever stand still and silent when the courts are going after innocent people like that. So I stood up and said, no, the state of Missouri is not going to stand for that. I'm not going to stand for that as a secretary of state.
0: So the, without a trial, they just, they just decided, oh, Lord, uh, it is frustrating. What's going on with voter ID? Is there why would there be a lawsuit against voter ID?
3: Because it works to protect our elections, and there's a an element of our society that doesn't want fair, free, protected elections. We're back in court. Uh, they are once again trying to overturn Missouri's photo ID, government issued photo ID requirement. It's not going to happen. We're going to stand up to that. And frankly, the people of this state in 2016 amended our Constitution to specifically allow a government-issued photo ID requirement when people are voting. The court should have thrown this lawsuit out from the very beginning and said, you can't say it's unconstitutional when the Constitution specifically allows it.
0: Well, there is no election that is fraud proof, but no. taking a few steps to help protect the election is important, especially in this environment that we've had for the last three or four years.
3: It used to be we said that you had to make sure it was easy for every registered voter to vote, and it was hard to cheat. And there's really a third component that I think we've seen you have to add to that. You've got to have accessibility, you've got to have security, and you've got to have credibility people have to be able to trust the election results because of how it's done and if we're not making sure that we go after people that try to commit fraud if we're not going back to make sure fraud didn't change any numbers if we're not prosecuting those people people aren't going to have credibility in the process and if they can't have credibility in the elections where's our government because our government is predicated on we the people voting and deciding who will be in those positions of authority over us for hopefully a limited time in government.
0: Well, that's what. Uh, see, I, I have a fear that if the uh, if President Trump wins, uh, the left will riot. If President Trump loses, uh, that a lot of Trump fans will get violent because they don't trust the system. They're convinced that vo- their vote is being stolen. And frankly, if a if a nation believes that that nation is is done, I mean, if you're if you're in fear that your your vote doesn't doesn't count, that they are able to steal it, negate it, wipe it out, then it's time. Then it is time to riot. Uh, you know, if in fact it, that's what's going on, if in fact the government is somehow uh, stealing votes,
3: I think the really important thing you said there was that uh, Trump folks might riot if they believed that the election wasn't run correctly. But that the other side, it wouldn't matter if the election was run correctly or not. They would just riot because they didn't get their way. And we as a society cannot coddle people that will cause trouble if they don't get their way. We need to stand up for what's right, and we cannot be scared of that.
0: Well, we know that they'll riot if Trump wins. They did it the last time. They tore up Washington D.C. when he won. Uh, so, yeah, there, that's a that's just a foregone conclusion. And then, under various uh, names uh, and, and causes, uh, they rioted all over the country in uh, blue cities, and almost no one did anything to stop it. Just curious, what should a governor do if suppose uh, suppose uh, Donald Trump wins? And uh, they start rioting in St. Louis. What would the obligation of a governor be?
3: If there's rioting in St. Louis, the governor should call out the National Guard and enforce the law. He should protect the law-abiding citizens, and he should make sure that the individuals that were rioting and breaking the law are punished to the full extent of the law. It's a simple answer. It's a simple decision. We just have too many elected officials that can't hit the easy button.
0: Uh, if you just turn the radio on uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is with us, uh, Mr. Secretary, you and I will probably disagree a little bit on the uh the border. Uh, I don't think the Democrats are ever going to fix it, and I don't think the Republicans will either um, it it has uh, It has changed because government has changed and it's changed in ways that make it virtually impossible uh, to secure. You I will I will argue this, you cannot have open borders in a in a uh a welfare state. Uh, that combination is just deadly. The seduction of coming here, getting a free education, and getting your health care concerns taken care of by somebody else, it's a powerful draw.
3: I'm just waiting for where I'm supposed to disagree with you. Um I think Milton Freeman said it best. I think that's who you were quoting that you can't have a welfare state and open borders. We need to protect and put the people of America and the people of Missouri first. And as I've said before, we want people that are coming here for freedom, that are willing to work, that will be independent, not people that are coming here for free stuff.
0: Yeah, but I I don't think we should limit the number of people who come in that wanna work. Uh, I don't think we should say only baccalaureates or people with master's degrees. I don't think we should say uh, only a thousand uh, Mexicans who want to come in here. We should welcome anybody who wants to come here and work, um, and and not have an artificial number. And we do that now. Uh, once again, I don't know that we disagree on
3: that. The problem is we have to do something as long as we're going to have the welfare state. If we didn't have the welfare state, I might agree with you on that. And I, you know, I, I think it's a matter of sequence. If we get rid of the welfare state then i think we can be more of a welcoming country um because you won't be you know the not you the government won't be stealing my money through taxation to provide to people that don't want to work
0: uh well the the uh, the next uh, step here is uh, the fentanyl crisis we keep hearing about fentanyl being co- brought across the border uh and and by the way it, you you can put up the wall uh, if if somebody is starving, if their family is uh, struggling, they'll find a way to go under it, around it, over it. Uh, they'll come into the country. It's, and the same is true with the drug war. Uh, if people want drugs, somebody is going to supply it. Maybe we should make it the drugstore and not the guy from South America.
3: You know, I do think a wall can help. Um, you're right that you don't stop 100%. But you do make people make a decision, and as you elevate the difficulty to getting here, maybe you encourage those individuals to stay in their own countries and actually make changes. Um, what are we doing to the world if we're allowing people to escape these despotic and terrible regimes and not doing anything to clean them up? We're gonna end up with a world full of terrible countries in the United States, and we're getting closer to that every day. Um, we need to take care of Americans first. I'm not against the rest of the world. The American people are the most charitable people in the world. It's because, frankly, we are the world. We are from all over the world. There's not, uh, you know, we we have come from every corner of the world and been transformed by a government that believes in freedom. Uh, But we should build a wall, and uh, we should be aggressive in protecting our interests, at least as aggressive in protecting our interests as we seem to be in giving away our money to other governments that hate us and do stupid stuff
0: with it well, the, my more, the, more, the wealthier a nation is the more philanthropic they are uh, which is why we're the number one philanthropic country in the world uh, Mr. Secretary I am out of time if I don't take this break the computer kicks us out sorry no no no, no I'm, I'm thrilled to have you with us uh, if I don't chat with you Merry Christmas uh, hopefully I will but I'm not sure how the schedule works out do take care Gary Nolan, Merry Christmas. You Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio Network. <laughs> oh lord. Uh, it is 9:55. Uh, uh, apparently Brian uh somebody uh some guy who thinks he's a girl has won some national bicycling championship. Uh once again we we're showing women we're putting them we're, we're putting them in their place. You women are just inferior to us. <laughs> even if even if we go out as women, we beat you. Don't. How embarrassing! <laughs> Apparently, it isn't the them, though. It not the them? Can you can you uh, imagine being a parent of a child that identifies this way? Wouldn't you be embarrassed? I'd be embarrassed. I, honest to God, I would be embarrassed. Go, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Go get some help. Uh, but it it doesn't help when you've got. Um, Teachers that uh, promote this thing, uh, a 10th grade ethnic studies world history teacher at Chief Self International High School, uh, this is in Seattle, Washington, gave students a quiz called uh, entitled Understanding Gender Versus Sex. Uh, so uh, apparently he's not qualified to teach this at all. Otherwise, he would know that gender is uh, vocabulary related and sex is just what you are. But the quiz provided a series of statements to label true or false. Now, in your wildest dreams, when did this become part of education? When, when did this social engineering become part of teaching kids reading, writing, and arithmetic? I don't know. Uh, but apparently one kid made the mistake of saying that, um, well, women can't. Uh, men can't have babies; only women can. Oh, you can't say that. Yeah, oh, no. Apparently, you can't, because uh, this kid uh, failed the quiz because he said men can't get pregnant. They're out and out not teaching and getting paid for it. They're 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 not only not teaching; they're they're promoting lies and it, it failing people. If they don't buy into it. God, this is insane. It just every damn day. And I'm uh, I know listeners don't want to hear it anymore, but it's just constantly out there getting bigger and bigger. Uh, Teaching gender identity. You're not supposed to be teaching that you want to teach, teach biology. You know, that'll screw the pooch for these people. Men have genitalia, and here's what it is, and here's what it does, and how here's how it reacts, you know, responds, and what results when it interacts with women's genitalia. Uh, this is the end of the whole gender dysphoria nonsense. But oh no, no, we'll just we'll just put a mark on this kid's record because he didn't agree with this communist. I, almost, his, I kind of, I'm kind of thinking he should be charged with hate crime, don't you? The kid, yeah. Uh, actually, I mean, that's the next level of nonsense that we're going to hear. Actually, I, I think the teacher should. Uh, if, there, if there's ever, well, you know what? Come to think of it, maybe I should, because uh, I'm hating this teacher and I don't even know him. Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, coming up, uh, we will talk about the economy. There is uh, there is a little good news in the economy. Uh, and it, it strangely enough, it relates to cardboard boxes. I told you about three or four months ago that cardboard boxes, which is essential if you're buying on the interwebs, uh, that uh, the sales had been plummeting, but now it appears they're picking up a bit. I don't know if this is seasonal, because people are ordering uh, for Christmas, or if it's just uh, because of my wife, who has been, I mean, literally ordering boxes forever but we'll uh, we'll kick that around with professor murray sabrin on the gary nolan show the zimmer radio network this is the gary nolan show